Welcome back to another episode of An Empowered You. On this episode, we are talking ego and how to get out of your own way. I'm giving you 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that will ruin your life. The thing is, we're so in our heads that we don't know we're in our heads. Our work is to recognize that's where our mind goes naturally. And day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second, and thought by thought, we must consciously steer our attention source from the ego to the heart. But that is not easy at all, friends, because our heart speaks in whispers compared to the loud thunder of our ego. That's why we need to discipline ourselves and our minds. And on this episode, I'm hoping that you take some tools away that would really help you control that ego so you can work on continuing to be the best version of you. Because here at Empowered You, that is what we stand for. Whether it's our dinners, whether it's our IG lives, whether it's these podcasts or our annual conference, it's all about one goal, to empower you to be the best version of yourself, mind, body, and soul. Are you ready? Let's go. From struggle to purpose, fighting through the curses. You are now listening to Dodging the Surface, but nobody noticed. And empowered you. My name is Rhonda Karan, and I am obsessed with everything marketing and bringing the magic sauce back to your life. I'm a mom of three, serial entrepreneur, and have turned a mess into a beautiful message. I am here to empower you through education, celebration, and falling in love with the person that matters the most, and that is you. No shy talk, straight, raw, real, and uncomfortable topics that empower you in life and in business. A safe space for you to grow, heal, and be the best version of yourself. Get comfortable, pull up a seat, and get ready to be challenged and empowered Life while you learn. Easy, struggle to purpose, gotta fight through all the curses, touching the surface, but nobody This is an Empowered You podcast. If you participate in any kind of self-reflective practice, such as yoga or meditation, you're probably familiar with the concept of ego, that little voice inside you that is the source of all your worry, your anxiety, your suffering. While this voice is literally always there, it is actually possible to quiet it down so you don't ha- so it doesn't really have as much impact on your life. The first step in doing so is understanding exactly what the ego is and what it's trying to teach you. Ego is defined as a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. We know self-esteem plays a major part in our success. Whether we are starting our first job 
or have built an empire, the belief that we have in our ability to achieve success is deemed as a main contributing factor. We need to believe in ourselves to succeed. We need to love ourselves. We need to honor ourselves. We need to respect ourselves. These are all things that I talk about on each and every episode of An Empowered You. Loving yourself the most. That is the magic sauce that is missing in your life. So if you don't already have that, continuing to encourage you. But when does our sense of self-importance get in the way of our success? Does it prevent us from connecting and leading our people, creating goals to get to the next level, or keeping up with the fast pace of progress and learning a new skill? Here are 25 proven exercises from successful men and women throughout history that will help you stay sober, clear-headed, creative, and humble. But this will only work if you work them. So pause this real quick, go get a pen and paper, take some notes down. I will be sure to include these 25 proven exercises in our show notes as well. And we'll be writing a blog. So make sure to, if you're not writing this down, if you're driving in the car, I will give you access to be able to have it in black and white for you to just have at your disposal whenever you need it. So the first one is adopting the beginner's mindset. It is impossible to learn that which one thinks one already knows. Epictus says, when we let ego tell us that we have arrived and figured it all out, it prevents us from learning. Pick up a book on a subject you know next to nothing about. Walk through a library, a bookstore, remind yourself how much you don't know. I know things are still hard right now with the pandemic and everything's up in the air, but there's nothing better than picking up a book that will self-help you to a better you. So encouraging you today to go, go on Amazon, even though a lot of people are not a fan of Amazon these days, walk into your local bookshop, pick up a book, join a book club and empower yourself through the readings and teachings of somebody else because we don't know it all. Number two. Focus on the effort, not the outcome. With any creative endeavor, at some point, what we made leaves our hand. We can't let what happens after that point have any sway over us. We need to remember, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to do your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. Doing your best is what matters. Focus on that. External rewards are just extra. Number three, choose your purpose over your passion. For me, that that's difficult. That's a challenge. I'm so passionate and I show my passion through my emotion. And for times, I showed my passion through the anger, frustration, emotion. And that took a toll on me over time. Passion runs hot and burns hot. While people with purpose think of it as a passion combined with reason. We're more dedicated and we have more control over our direction. The next one. Boy, do I love to talk. Shun the comfort of talking and face the work. It's terrifying to most people. We talk endlessly on social media, seeking validation, attention with fake internet points. 
avoiding the uncertainty of doing the difficult and frightening work required of any creative endeavor. As creatives, we need to shut up and get to work, to face the void despite the pain of doing so. You know, for so long, I would I would use social media as an outlet to vent or, you know, um, more personal. And then I started to realize that social media is my business advertising. And if there's not a call to action with the things that I do, and if they're not, if there's not an intention between the things that I'm, I'm talking about and I'm posting, then it's literally me doing it for clout. So I, I had to re-strategize, re-plan my strategies. And as we get ready to launch RondaKaran.com, which will be an entire oasis for self-love to include a course and so many tools, and it's been over a year in the making, I had to sit down and plan and prepare the same way I plan and prepare for my other clients. So shun the comfort of talking and just face the work. Do things for you and not for the social clout. It's terrifying, yes, but anything that's terrifying can always be an opportunity for you to learn and grow. And that's the magic of life. Every day is a page in our book of life, and it's an opportunity for us to keep learning and growing along the way. Number five, kill your pride before you lose your head. Whom the gods wish to destroy, Cyril Conley wrote, they first call promising. You cannot let early pride lead you astray. You must remind yourself every day how much work is left to be done, not how much you have done. You must remember that humility is the antidote to pride. Ask for the help that you're seeking. Stop letting the way you look in front of other people dictate your life or the steps that you need to take to make sure that your dreams and your visions and your purpose is becoming a walking manifestation of everything that you have created for your life. So let's kill the pride. Let's, let's take off the masks. Let's show up authentically the way we are. And let's ask for the help that we need along the way. And let's stop telling ourselves a story, right? Going into number six. Let's stop telling ourselves a story. There is no grand narrative. When you achieve any sort of success, you might think that success in the future is just the natural and expected next part of the story. Whew. And let me tell you, friends, that is most likely not the case most of the time. This is a straightforward path to failure by getting too cocky and overcome. And that can be dangerous for you. Focus on the present moment always, not the story, not what you expect out of each and every interaction you have, the present moment. If we are creating a habit for ourselves of continuing to follow our purpose, and what makes us feel the best. We give ourselves room for better opportunities and we begin to align our paths with each and everything that we need along the way to see the success that we're seeking. But I promise you, if you continue to focus on your present moment 
and stop telling yourself the story. Stop focusing on the stories. Stop expecting things from what you're putting out there. Your life will start becoming an alignment of everything that you are seeking in your life and for your life. Number seven, learn to manage. And I'm not just talking about yourself here. I'm talking about yourself and others. If you're an executive or a leader or a business owner, then you're most likely managing other people and projects and, you know, tasks. And it's important to learn how to manage them without the ego, without the story, without the expectation. Focus on the goals and the task at hand and learn how to build up your team and people along the way, especially people that come along because they just want to help you, right? If you are giving off this lack of frustration, this lack of unorganized thoughts, this lack of emotional um, stability to others, it's going to show up for you in your own life. So learn how to manage yourself, learn how to manage your thoughts, learn how to truly be an effective leader. Because for me, you know, when people say you're such a girl boss, I'm not a boss, I'm a leader. I lead with grace. I lead with empathy. I'm always called to do things out of the kindness of my heart. And that's never going to change. But it also allows me to manage other people better as well. It allows me to not continuously judge them for their stories or what they think is the correct term or way to run our conversation or whatever it is that we may be working on and allows me to just continue to have more empathy for people and understand that their lives are their lives and nothing that they say or do has anything to do with you and it's more about the battle within themselves so if we truly allow ourselves to be vulnerable enough to have empathy for others it does such a huge staple for your life and it just really allows you to see yourself from a better light, but also other people. Number eight, no one matters to you and ruthlessly say no to everything else. I haven't been more clear about where I am going in my life, in my personal life, and in my business life until I started to say no. I gave myself an objective with the projects that I was working on. I took courses. I educated myself. I attached myself to experts. I learned about boundaries. I read numerous books and I continued to educate myself on the goal that I have set out for myself, which is to fall in love with who I am, mind, body, and soul. We accomplish this by having an honest conversation with ourselves and truly understanding our priorities and then rejecting all the rest. Learning how to say no first by saying no to ego, which wants it all. And saying no can be one of the biggest challenges to so many people was to me, especially with my kids. But it's now become a word that I am constantly saying through my day because as a serial entrepreneur, a single mom of three, I'm writing a book, I'm always creating, I'm working on launching a cannabis line. I have all of these different things that I'm working on that's driving me toward my purpose. 
but I'm allowed to do it all because I've created boundaries and I say no to the things that just don't align with everything else that I have going on. And that is a very important element to learn. And if you don't know how to, there's so many different books out there that can truly help you create a system that works for you. And I'm always keen on driving you to get therapy, you know, multiple streams of wellness, find them and work on the things that you need to work on so that you can have this crystal clear tunnel vision for each and everything that you want to accomplish for your life, not anyone else. The next one is important. You know, it's forgetting credit and recognition. We live in a day and age where the majority of the people do things for social clout. You know, how many likes, how many views, how many people are showing up to my events, how many people are showing up for me, how many people are telling me how beautiful I am, great work, good job. When we are starting out in our pursuits, we need to make an effort to trade short-term gratification for a long-term payoff. Submit under people who are already successful and learn and absorb everything you can. Forget credit. Be your biggest teacher. Open up the doors to your life that allow you to become better. Mind, body, and soul. Educate yourself. Take courses. Stop looking at how many likes and views. Stop not doing something because you don't have enough likes and views and not enough people are telling you how good of a job you're doing. Seek that credit and recognition from self and go out there and do what you want to do and stop worrying about if you're getting the right recognition from other people or the right credit from other people. Zone in on you. And just do it and just do it and show up for yourself. When I started this podcast, nobody viewed it. It's, I'm still only getting a couple of hundred downloads, but a couple of hundred downloads. That's amazing. If I reach one person, I'm happy. But more importantly, as I am talking, I am walking in my purpose and that satisfies my soul. So yes, my goal is to help and educate and empower others. But along the way, the most important person is being educated and empowered because as I research um, these different topics, as I read, as I educate myself, the person that's truly growing the most through this entire journey of everything that I put out there is me. So zone in on that and forget the credit and recognition from other people or what other people may think. Do things because they benefit your good. Do things because you matter the most. Do things because the help that you're seeking or the education that you're seeking will help make you a better person, not anyone else. The next one has helped me so much. It's connecting with nature and the universe at large, the universe, the source, God, whichever terminology works best for you. But going into nature is a powerful feeling and we need to tap into it as often as possible. Nothing draws me more um, then going outside and looking up in the sky or looking at a beautiful tree or experiencing the sun on my face, it just brings me this calming sensation that allows me to um, operate from a clearer mind 
nothing draws us away from it more than material success. We focus on how our clothes look, how our bodies look, how much money we have on our bank account, how much status, how much connection we have. But going out there, reconnecting with the world and reconnecting with nature allows you to reconnect with yourself. Realize how small you are in relation to everything else around you. There is no ego standing beneath the giant redwoods or on the edge of a cliff or next to the waves of an ocean. No ego lives there. So tap into the nature, tap into your source, connect with God, connect with the universe and become one with this magnificent world that's so much bigger than anything that you will ever achieve in this life. Time. The most valuable thing that we have in this world, but it's important to choose a lifetime over dead time. Dead time is when people are passive and waiting. And a lifetime is when people are learning and acting and utilizing every second. During failure, our ego picks up dead time. It fights back. I don't want this. I want this. I want it my way. It's like a toddler fighting in your head, right? That's like how I like to put it. An ego is a toddler that continuously is in your head fighting you. It indulges in being angry, aggravated, frustrated, heartbroken. Don't let it. Choose a live time instead. If you calculate your time in a way where you are being productive and learning and utilizing every second, it helps put that toddler to sleep and it allows you to choose a lifetime instead. And that is in itself, as moms know, when we put our toddlers to sleep, that is our time to shine. So let's always remember, choose a lifetime over dead time. This next one, guys, is getting out of your own head. You know, I am the type of person that I love to get my cards right. I love to connect with, um, you know, my spiritual healers that are constantly talking to me and learning about spirits and things like that. And one of the things that used to always come up in my cards is getting out of my own way. I know what you're thinking. That's easy for you to say, to just get out of our own way, right? It's one of the most challenging things to do because we all have our own reasons for procrastinating, controlling our impulses, we're lacking self-confidence, or we're being too ambitious are just some of the common justifications, right? But sometimes the most straightforward answer for, for you is just to get started. Put the effort in up front and plan ahead. Use your calendar, get in the zone, break large tasks into smaller projects so you can manage them, set time limits, forgive yourself, don't beat yourself up if you're dragging your feet, if you don't feel like doing something, don't do it, start again tomorrow, stop being so hard on yourself because you didn't reach these unrealistic goals that you've set for your life. And don't worry about being perfect. Remember, perfection is all in your mind. Stop telling yourself the same story. Remember your why. Confront your negative self-talk. 
Become familiar with your inner world. Acknowledge your strength. Nothing compares to you except you. Give yourself all the passes that you need. Forgive yourself for slipping up. Remove the unnecessary pressure that you create for yourself. Life is hectic enough. So why make things worse by overcommitting or setting an unrealistic expectation? The only person that you let down is yourself. Engage in the self-care that you need. Make time for the activities that leave you feeling calm and energy. And remove can't from your vocabulary. Removing this small, powerful word is shifting your entire mindset. Instead of saying, I can't do this, use the alternative, I can do this. I know this sounds so elementary, right? But when you assure yourself that you're capable of doing something, you become more confident. And if you aren't sure, you'll come up ways to overcome the challenge because you know that eventually you'll figure it all out. We always figure it out. It always works out. There's always a lesson to be learned. And let's get into the next one, right? Let's let go of control. Say it with me. Let go of control. The poisonous need to control everything and everyone and micromanage is usually revealed with success. Ego starts saying, it all must be done my way, even little things, even things that don't even matter. The solution is very straightforward. A smart man or woman must regularly remind themselves of the limits of their power and reach. It's simple, but it's not easy. Let go of thinking you have to control each and every things and just let stuff be. Place the mission and purpose above you. When you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Act with honor. If you cannot reasonably hope for a favorable extraction, do not plunge deeper. Have the courage to make a full stop. Take a second. Be still. Let the answers come to you. Don't make things worse. Don't dig yourself further. Make a plan and just work toward that plan. Don't be deceived by recognition, money, and success. Stay sober. So, you know, staying sober to to money and success, we're addicted to this lifestyle. We're addicted to what the hype is. We're We're addicted to status. We're addicted to being around celebrities and people with fame. Success, money, and power can intoxicate. What is required is sobriety and a refusal to indulge in anything. Leave self-absorption and obsessing over one's image for the egotist. Leave your entitlement at the door right before you destroy the things that you have worked so hard to achieve. You can see how manifestation of ego can lead you to success and how it can lead to downright failure. Choose love. Martha Luther King understood that hate is like an eroding acid that eats away the best and objective center of your life. Hatred is when ego turns a minor insult into a massive sore and it lashes out. But pause and ask, has hatred and lashing out ever helped anyone with anything? Don't let it eat at you. Choose love. Yes, love. See how much better you feel. And this can be challenging. You know, as a Palestinian woman that grew up in a household where love wasn't shown ever, 
it was it became really hard for me to choose love. I walked around with all this hatred. I lashed out on everyone and anything. But you know who was hurting the most? Me. I was depleted. I had no energy. I became extremely sick. The stress was mind-blowing. I lost so many relationships along the way because I never chose love. Even to this day, at times, it's hard for me to love on people that do me wrong. But I can tell you the magic begins when you step out in love, especially when you don't want to. We're up to number 19 because I've just been rambling. This has been a topic that has just really allowed me to learn and educate myself through through researching these different things so that I can bring you this podcast and bring you these podcasts with the right resources and tools to help you along the way has truly helped me. And number 19, pursue mastery in your chosen graft. You are the master and force of your life. When you're pursuing a craft, you realize that the better you get, the humbler you are because you understand there's always something you can learn and you are inherently humbled by this fascinating craft or career you're after. It's hard to get a big head or become egotistical when you've decided on that path. I've never been more humble in my life. I've never been more clear in my life. The more I master my life and my creative abilities and the things that I'm working on, the more I just become humbler, the more that I can truly understand that this life of mine, this walking testimony of this life can really help other people. I'm so thrilled at the messages that I receive and the DMs and the engagements that I get. I open my world to other people to just be. I never sit on a throne. I am a queen, but I'm not the only one sitting on a throne. What brings me the most joy and allows me to continue to humble my spirit is that God chose me to help other people, and I'm forever grateful for that. So I'm hoping that the better you get at whatever craft you're pursuing, the humbler you become. And keep an inner scorecard, number 20. Just because you won, it doesn't mean you deserve to. We need to forget other people's validation and external markers of success. We spoke about this. Let's continue to measure the metrics that matter the most, and that's your potential, the absolute best you're capable of. Give yourself the ability to do your absolute best each and every day and keep track of that inner scorecard, not the external one. And stop being paranoid. Paranoia creates things to be paranoid about. If you let ego think that everyone is out to get to you, get to get you, you will seem weak and then people will really try to take advantage of you. Be strong, confident, and forgiving and stop letting your paranoia get in the way of the things that you want to achieve for your life. 22. Always stay a student. Put yourself in rooms where you're the least knowledgeable person. Observe and learn. That was such an uncomfortable feeling for me because I was always the loudest in the room. I was always the most insecure in the room. I always thought I knew much more than anyone else. I always had the most to say, but that means I was never learning. I was never a student. I was always the educator. And with that, that meant the only person that wasn't growing and learning was me. 
that uncomfortable feeling, that defensiveness that you feel when your most deeply held assumptions are challenged. Do it deliberately. Let it humble you. Be a student of this life. There's so much opportunity out there for you. It just takes you to dig deep. I'm, I'm going through digital marketer right now because I want to refresh my education before I put out this entire new platform. And I'm a marketing expert, but I know that every day, every day something changes. Every day there's a new educator out there teaching me something that I can help develop myself, whether it's in life and business. So it's always so important to stay a student. And I'm not saying don't be an educator and don't be a coach. Don't teach people, but always remain a student and always be humble enough to know that there is a lesson that you can take away by being in the right room. No one can degrade you. No one can tell you who they are. The majority of time when people are trying to tell you who they are, it's a reflection of who they are. The ego is sensitive. The ego is a mind fuck. The soul that is within me, no one can degrade. I am not the one that is being degraded on an account of this treatment. But those that are inflicted in upon me are the ones that are being degrading. And they're degrading themselves. So don't let someone else's opinion of who they think you are alter your view on yourself. Stop playing the image game. Number 24. Focus on a higher person. To be or to do? Which way will you go? Will you choose to fall in love with the image of how success looks like or will you focus on a higher purpose? Will you pick obsessing over your title, number of fans, how many followers you have on Instagram, the size of your paycheck, or on real, tangible accomplishment? You know which way the ego wants you to go, right? It's that material way. But find your higher purpose. Find the thing that sets your soul on fire. Because on those days when I don't feel like getting out of bed, it's that higher purpose that pushes me to get out of bed. It's knowing that I have three beautiful daughters to look after. It's knowing that I have these podcasts and my events and my annual conference. It's knowing that I'm building brands, I'm building people. And I'm creating authentic experiences for people to just be in a judgment-free zone. And that, my friends, is something that I wish on all of you to find your higher purpose. And the more you work on being the best version of yourself, the more your purpose becomes clearer. So continue to not play that image game, not worry about the social clout, Not worry about how people are going to view you or the facade or the fake storytelling that you've put out in the world. Remove the masks. And on our last 25, the golden number, focus on the effort, not the results. This is so important that I'm saying it over and over again. You can accept that you control only the effort that goes in and not the results which come out. You will be mastering your ego because you're a master. All work leave our, leaves our hands at some point. We, I've already said this at the beginning and I'm ending it in the same way. Ego wants to control everything. 
but it cannot control other people or their reactions. Focus on your end of the equation. Leave them to theirs. What matters to an active man or woman is to do the right thing. Whether the right thing comes to pass should not bother him or her. Doing the right thing, whatever that right thing is for you, being an outstanding individual, focusing on the effort, not the results, taking time to adapt your mindset, choosing purpose over passion, shunning the comfort of talking, facing the work, killing your pride before you lose your head. Stop telling yourself a story. There's no grand narrative. Learn to manage yourself and others. Know what matters to you and say no to everything else. Forget credit and recognition. Connect with the nature, the universe, God in the most grandest way possible. Choose a lifetime over dead time. Get out of your own way. Get out of your head. Let go of control. Place the mission and purpose above you. When you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Don't be deceived by recognition, money, and success. Leave your entitlement at the door. Choose love. Pursue mastery in your chosen craft. Keep an inner scorecard. Paranoia creates things to be paranoid about. Always stay a student. Be true to who you are. Stop playing the image game. Focus on a higher purpose and focus on the effort and not the results. Those are 25 ways to help control your ego. 25 ways to help you get out of your own head. I'm really hoping that this resonated with you. And if you made it this far, man, celebrate who you are. Because to sit here and listen to an entire podcast because you are a student of life and the one of the biggest goals for you is to become the best version of yourself. I am celebrating you. Round of applause. Take a bow. And as I always say, this life will always start and end with you. Take control of the things that you deserve. Don't settle in life and be the best version of yourself. I believe in you. You got this. There's nothing greater than standing true to who you are. And as we go into the weekend, I pray you have the best weekend. And I pray that you realize that this life, friend, this life, it's meant to be lived. So let's live this life together. Cheers to an empowered you.